Hey, I'm Dr. Britt, and I spend the majority of my time loving on people and helping them become the best versions of themselves. Think about me as your best friend with a PhD. It's really the best of both worlds, advice with truth, backed by research, and a whole lot of love sprinkled in. We chat about the stuff that can be hard to talk about, relationships, femininity, sex, self-esteem, health, motherhood, and mindset. My heart in this podcast is to give you a space to listen to topics that matter to you, to help you know what to do about it, and to let you know that you're not alone, no matter what physical or emotional state you showed up to or hang out today. So grab a chair, your coffee, a snuggly blanket, whatever makes you feel most at home with a friend, and get ready to go on a journey together. Hey, best friend, this is our podcast. Hey, best friend, I was looking forward to talking to you today, and at the same time, I wasn't. Why, you ask? Well, because we're going to talk about a topic that could feel very conflictual for you. And if you happen to deal with what I'm talking about today, you might feel attacked by me. And that's actually the last thing I want for you, friend, because I want you to know I'm actually talking about this topic because I care about you. And if you don't address what I'm talking about today, then this is actually something that will impact your everyday friendships because people will struggle to be your friend. They may want to help you for a while and then pull away from you because it's just too much. Not that you as a person are too much, but what's happening in you feels can feel like a lot. So you really want to stay tuned, stay connected for what's coming. So we are going to talk about having a victim mindset today. And if you feel the urge to turn me off already, that means that you probably deal with this. You're, you might be like, oh, Dr. Britt, I don't even, I don't even want to hear about any of this. You're wrong. You don't know me. You don't know my situation. You don't know. You're right, I don't. I don't know what's happened in your life. But I think you need to listen to what I have to say because what I'm going to say to you truly comes from a place of love. It truly comes from a place of caring about you that I don't want you to carry nonsense in your life. So, friend, if you deal with a victim mindset, you probably feel helpless and powerless. You might avoid personal responsibility and place blame on others. You quickly resort to shame and believing that there's something wrong with you. You experience a lot of anxiety. You feel dependent on others. Things just keep happening, air quote, to you. Everything is, again, air quote, if you can't see me, unfair. You believe that you lack control over yourself and what happens to you. You may have a tendency 
to self-sabotage. You're often overly critical of yourself and of others. You probably ruminate over past wrongs. You may mistrust all blank people, insert blank, whoever that is. You mistrust all men, all white people, all conservatives, all Democrats, all whatever. You mistrust all blank people. And it's a very black and white view. You probably struggle to accept constructive feedback. You may have a negative attitude going into most situations. You might even lash out at the people that are trying to help you. You often catastrophize, which means you make a situation bigger than it is. Easily offended. Defensive. Focus on the negative. And your conversations with others somehow become about your problems. Again, if you feel attacked by me, I want you to know that I'm not attacking you. But if it felt like you needed to defend yourself, if it felt like, wait, 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 you don't understand, some of those things probably apply to you. And I really want you to consider taking an honest inventory of yourself, of where you are, if any of those apply to you. And they might not all. I don't expect that all would apply to you. But the more of those that I mention that apply to you, the greater likelihood it is that you deal with a victim mindset and that it's pretty strong. So people that deal with a victim mindset often say things like, bad things are always happening to me. Why should I try to change this? It won't even matter anyways. I deserve the bad thing that is happening to me. No one cares anyway. I don't know what to do to change things. And even if I did know, I couldn't change them. People are out to get me. I can't trust myself to make decisions. I'm on my own. So I want you to just recognize some of the things that you would see, but in yourself, the things that you might hear or the things that you might hear from your friends that struggle with a victim mindset. Now, I want you to hear me because I truly am talking to you about this with so much love and compassion. I'm not judging you. What I do know is that having this sort of mindset though harms you. It doesn't serve you. It doesn't serve your relationships. In fact, Having this kind of negativity in your life, walking around viewing everything, everyone through a negative lens makes your life worse. It makes it a struggle to connect with other people, to have really true, genuine relationships, to even have the kind of life that you want to have. And I'm going to talk about this a little bit more, but I just want you to know that I'm talking to you with so much love and so much compassion. So where does a victim mindset come from? It comes from things like past trauma, uh, multiple, like typically a collection of situations at one time where you felt out of control, emotional pain, betrayal, 
um, whether that's a parent, a really close friend, um, a partner, betrayal where it's something happened to me that I didn't expect to happen to me. And I want to be honest with you because every person has the opportunity to become a victim because I think becoming a victim is an opportunity. It's a negative one, but it is an opportunity that we can grab on and say, you know what? I'm, I'm not in control of my life and I don't want to be. Now, why would we do that? Well, secondary gain is a is another thing that a victim is connected to a victim mindset. Well, what is secondary gain? That means that we get something out of being this way. Whatever this way is, we get something out of it. So why be a victim? Well, a lot of people subscribe to a victim mentality because they also belong to a community. Uh, There's communities everywhere that bond over trauma, that bond over a shared experience, that bond over pain. And while it is nice to have people that get what we've been through, it also becomes an identity. And so if you if you were to move out of this victim place, if you were to move out of identifying as a victim, like let's say that there's childhood sexual abuse. If you were to identify that was a it happened to me. It's who I am. I am an abuse victim. Well, then when you start to heal from that, then you move out of that community. So a lot of times people want to hang on to that. Um, oftentimes people get attention from being in this victim place. And typically people that prefer or want that attention, that victim attention, it's because any attention feels like good. It feels good. It it might be negative, but it's better than none. And a lot of times that learning comes from childhood. So again, I want you to hear me. I am talking to you in so much compassion. I'm not judging you. You also get help. You get help when you're a victim. People show up for you. People are like, well, you're going to lose your home. Let me give you money. Oh my goodness. That happened to you or you're dealing with trauma. Let me, let me help you. Let me pay for your counseling oh my goodness, I can't believe that happened to you. Why don't you come stay at my house or whatever it is. People want to help you. You also get the luxury if you're a victim of having no responsibility. And by the way, responsibility doesn't always feel good. So it is nice to shirk that responsibility. Now you could be saying to me, Brittany, I was a child Somebody abused me. I had nothing to do with that. You are right, friend. You had nothing to do with that. And that should have never happened to you. But I'm going to talk about getting at cause in a little bit. And so I just want you to stay with me for a second. Uh, Drama is exciting. Uh, It lights up center our dopamine receptors in our brain. Drama is exciting. And so sometimes too, that's why people stay in this victim mindset because there's always some sort of drama happening around it. Uh, It can be a way to avoid criticism. It can be a way to avoid conflict. I'm too triggered. I can't talk about this. Or, you know, I'm in a delicate place. You can also get what you want out of situations when you 
play the victim card. And again, if you're feeling like attacked by me, if you're feeling like, what the heck, Dr. Britt, how dare you even say this to me? I thought you were my friend. Well, I want you to just know that friend, you probably have a victim mindset and I love you and I'm not judging you. Okay, cool. So I really want you to think through if, if you think like this, that these things have become a pattern in your life that when we feel like victims when, or, or any other way, but I'm focusing on this topic right now, that is what we begin to look for. We begin to look for ways that we are a victim. We begin to look for ways that people mistreat us. And by the way, you might be a passive aggressive stink pot. And so people don't treat you right. And then again, it's you're a victim of people. No one's nice to you, blah, blah, blah. And I say blah, 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 because no one wants to hear that nonsense. Your brain doesn't even want to hear it. It's just accustomed to it. So you really have to think about Where your focus goes, your energy flows. That's what Tony Robbins said, and I love it. Where your focus goes, your energy flows. So if you are focused, friend, on all the ways that you are a victim, your energy is going to flow that direction. Our brain takes in, um, there's about 2 million bits of information at any given time. Our brain cannot process all of that information, so it takes in about 126 bits at best when we're in a flow state. And all of those 126 bits are looking for a way that we're a victim in any situation with our boss, with our friends, with whoever, whenever we're looking for that. And when you're in this place, when you're, you're focused on the way that you're a victim, you actually can't see the ways that you're not or the ways that people did show up for you or the ways that people did it didn't do you wrong because your brain is looking through a specific lens. And this lens doesn't serve you. And I I want you to just continue to hear me. This lens doesn't serve you. The problem is that we live in a day and age where it is easy to be a victim and to not take responsibility for my life. We live in a day, I'm saying this again because I, I think you really need to get this. We live in a day and age where it is easy to be a victim and to not take responsibility. You know, it's such a battle as a, as, as a therapist, as a counselor, as a coach, it is a battle. I feel this battle more as a, a therapist counselor than I do as a coach. Coaching is different, but as a practicing counselor, there is this place where it is such a delicate balance between validating somebody's feelings and empowering them to be a victim. And in our culture right now, so many, and not all counselors do this, so I'm not attacking the profession, but there are counselors that just promote victimhood. There, there, there are people that say, stay in this, do not move, do not change. Nothing is wrong with you. You're right just the way that you are. Okay. You as a person, yes, the thoughts that you have that harm you, the way that you see the world through a victim lens removes responsibility from you, re- disempowers you from having the life that you want to have. And if you live that kind of life, you will never have the kind of relationships, job, romantic romantic relationships that you want to have. You, you won't be able to do it because everything is against you. 
And if everything is against you, then you protect, then nothing is safe and you can't actually get close or you can't actually trust yourself to have to pursue the kind of things that you want in life. So we have to fight uh, what that culture says, yeah, so it's, it's okay for you to feel whatever X, Y, and Z way that you feel. It's okay for you to stay as a victim. It sucks. I have heard some of the most, as a practicing counselor, I have heard some of the most horrific things that I have ever heard in my life happen to people. And they have every reason to be a victim. In fact, many of them were victims are victims of the things that happened to them. Having something happen to you or a victim of something that happened to you is very different than having a victim mindset, identifying as a victim. If you identify as a victim, you become what you believe. And if you believe that you are a victim, you will begin to walk that out. So in order to have a victim mindset, you have to believe three things. You have to believe that your problems, uh, the way people treat you are permanent. This will never change. I'm a victim. People are mean to me. The world is out to get me. It's unfair. No one actually cares about me. You have to believe that that is a permanent situation that will never change. You also have to believe that it's pervasive. It's not just in one area of your life. Like your boss just doesn't suck. Your boss is picks on you, whatever, but everywhere else in your life is good. No, in order for you to have a victim mindset, it also is pervasive that people are against you, that they don't care. It's permanent. It's pervasive. Pervasive is everywhere and it's personal. If you have a victim mindset, it is definitely personal. They did this to me because they do not like me. They do not like people like me. They, um, they don't care about me. It is about you. It's not, it's not like the person, the person cut you off and, oh man, they were probably just having a bad day. It's wow. Bad things always happen to me. Oh, here we go again. Stupid jerks in traffic treating me this way. It is personal. So I want you to just recognize the three things that are a part of a victim mindset that we have to believe again, that it is permanent, pervasive, and personal. If you want to start attacking a victim mindset, you remove the belief that it is permanent. You remove the belief that it is pervasive and you remove the belief that it is personal. It is important to be a uh, sort of, I, giving, giving, assuming good intention. Now, if a person sexually abused you, we're not going to assume good intention with that. Okay. So I don't want to get these emails going, Brittany, what's wrong with you? I can't believe you're saying this. No, that's not what I'm saying to you. What I'm saying is the person that cut you off, we assume good intent. When your boss is a jerk, we assume good intent that they didn't mean to do that. They weren't trying to personally harm you. That moves you out of a victim mindset, puts you in a curious stance of what else could it be? Why could this person have treated me this way? Even the person that sexually abused you, if that's your story, why would they have done that? Likely it's happened to them. And and that's no excuse for somebody to do that to another person. But when we can remove the, when we can remove the lens, it actually helps move us to an empowering place. 
And I'm going to talk about forgiveness in a little bit. So if you're like, oh, don't, don't even, don't, you don't even tell me to do that. I'm going to, because I'm going to tell you the truth. You're my friend. And if I really care about you, I am going to tell you the truth. So I just like in your car, on your couch, wherever you are listening to this, I want you to say to yourself right now, it is okay for Dr. Britt to tell me the truth because I'm telling you the truth because I care about you. The culture that tells you to be a victim does not care about you. It actually serves them, whoever them is, for you to be a victim because it victimhood implies reliance on another person. It implies reliance on the government. It, reply, it implies reliance on a community. It implies reliance. And if I believe that I cannot do it on my own, then I actually will never do it on my own. And I want you to hear me right now telling you that there's more for you. And if you know somebody that's dealing with this, guess what? This podcast is going to help you with them. But I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you, the person that deals with this. And it, honestly, you may feel like a victim in one area. It may not be every area. You may not be walking around with a victim mindset in every area of your life, but you might have it somewhere. So I want you to recognize that you have to get to cause. And when I do breakthrough sessions with people, I am super focused on getting people at cause. In fact, we can't move forward in a breakthrough session until I get somebody at cause. Why is cause important? Because if we're at cause, then we can change it. If I say I've contributed to this problem, whatever this problem is in my life in some way, then I can change that. But if I put the blame on other people, if I say they're the cause, this is why, whatever, then I can't change it because I have no control over it. It is a disempowering belief. I will never forget sitting, um, doing a breakthrough session with somebody that had childhood sexual abuse in their history. And this problem was contributing to other things. And I was like, well, how are you a cause for that? Obviously, they are not at cause for what happened to them as a child. But... And maybe that's what I should say. They are not responsible for what happened to them as a child. And we are responsible for the decisions that we've made afterwards. Just going to let that sit for a second. We are responsible for the decisions we've made afterwards. I'm responsible for that. I'm responsible for how I reacted to... Um, some of the abuse that's happened in my life. I'm responsible for my poor eating patterns. I'm responsible for uh, when I've had a bad day, the way that I have shown up with my partner. I am responsible for those things. Now, I can give you excuses reasons, justifications for why I do certain things. Or if we're going to talk about food, be like, oh, the good food is full of bad things and we've got chemicals and everything and all these GMOs and, you know, I'm just too busy to work out and blah, 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 blah. If that's the way that I view my physical health, then I will never get healthy because I've put all the blame on something else. My boss works me too hard. The food is bad. No, 
there's there's so much more to it than that. So we actually have to get at cost. So if you want to get out of a victim mindset, you actually have to look at how am I responsible? How do I get at cost? Remember, effect is disempowering. Effect is something that we have no control over. But if I can get you at cause, if you, friend, can get you at cause, you can change. You can stop being a victim. You can see the situation differently. You can see the way that you've contributed to poor financial uh, situations in your life. You You can see how you couldn't get out of debt. It has nothing to do with the man and the pressure of the man, and it has everything to do with your decisions. Like maybe you need to stop getting Starbucks on the way to work. Maybe you need a budget. Maybe you need to get a smaller home. Maybe, I don't know. But once you start to do that, you can actually take charge of your own life. And people feel a lot of anxiety when they're in a victim mindset because they literally feel like they have no control. That's why being at cause is so important. That a big part of our life, a big part of empowering ourselves, is we actually have to take the responsibility back. Blame puts us in a victim stance. If we get out of victimhood, and to responsibility over our lives, then we can actually change. I don't know about you, but I don't want to maintain the negative mindsets that I have. I don't want to stay a victim in any single area of my life. If I can see the way that I have contributed to the problem, then I can change it. So if you're listening to me right now, I hope you audibly say to yourself, I can change it. I can change it because even saying that aloud, that helps your brain, that helps your neurology take in the fact that you, friend, can change it. You don't have to stay here. Now, if you want to get out of a victim mindset, by the way, it is going to take a boatload of bravery and courage. Because you must be willing to face whatever it is that led to that victim mindset and work through that pain. That requires bravery. I tell people all the time, the bravest thing that you will ever do is to look in the mirror and to face yourself. If we can look in the mirror and we can face ourselves then we can shift. And by the way, I don't look, I don't mean look at yourself in the mirror and be mean to you. I'm, I mean, look at myself in the mirror and go, how have I contributed to X problem in my life? Self, I want, I, we need to be honest with each other. What have I done that's contributed to this? Now I can look at my, you know, if I were to go stand in front of a mirror naked, I can look and go, how have I contributed to the way that my body looks right now? Now that could be very positive. Uh, from a positive standpoint, but I, from a victim standpoint, moving out of that, what have I done that's contributed to that? Well, I've made too many cookies. I have neglected working out. I have whatever it is. Now I'm not going to stand and look at myself in the mirror and say, well, 
you know, you're just so fat and ugly and, you know, the, the way that you look is pathetic. Like that is not going to help you. In fact, that contributes to a victim mindset. But if you can go, you know what? You're better than that. You can choose differently. Yep. You've made too many cookies. You've made excuses to not work out and you're better than that. You can change that. So I I want you to hear me. I'm using these examples, but I want you to hear me, friend. You can change it. You do not have to stay here. Also, we have to practice self-awareness, asking ourselves questions, getting curious. Well, like, why did I react that way? They said something to me and, and my, my reaction seemed inappropriate and unwarranted. What was that about? Why did I do that? Why am I acting this way? And I, and I, I'm not talking about the why questions that like land you in a hole and you just can't get out of, but like being curious about yourself, huh? This person always reacts to me that way. Anytime I talk about my situation or I find that my friends used to really be there for me, but they're not anymore. Why not? What was my role in that rather than, well, you know, they just weren't very nice or they sucked as a friend. What was my role in losing this relationship? Because if we can look at ourself, then we can actually figure out our role and we can make changes so we don't do that again in the future. You also have to take your pain, the thing that happened to you, and you have to remove an identity. Childhood sexual abuse happened to you. Seeing somebody get shot happened to you. Having, I don't know, being mean-girled in high school. I was mean-girled in high school. Being mean-girled in high school doesn't um, isn't my identity. I have every reason to not trust women. I have every reason to to have, you know, Um, trust issues or be distant or even be fake with women. I have every reason to do that if I were to identify with the way that I was mean girled. Well, or I can just go, well, they were dealing with some other stuff in their life and I'm going to move on and I'm going to be who I am and not allow that to impact me. Again, I'm giving you these examples and you could have things that are a hundred, a thousand times, a million times more extreme than what I'm saying to you right now, but it doesn't change the truth to what I'm saying, that you have the choice to be a victim or not. You have to have a different identity. I know it's cheesy, but if you're like, I'm a victor, I'm a survivor, if you need to have that identity, have that identity. That's not who I am. It's why I don't love um the like once an alcoholic, always an alcoholic, because you're identifying as an alcoholic in some way. It, I'm a bazillion days sober. All right. Well, you're still identifying that way rather than like just as a person that doesn't drink. So I think you really have to consider your identity. Who are you? And if you are identifying in any ways that do not serve you in this, that make you a victim, that put you in a place where bad things happen to you or I'm just bad with money. Uh, you know, or or 
no one taught me. No one taught me to be good with money. Well, a lot of people's parents didn't teach them to be good with money. School didn't teach you to be good with money, but somebody had to go read a book. Somebody had to take a class. Somebody had to like find an Instagram about finances and decide to learn it. Somebody had to damn Ramsey their life. Somebody had to choose to do it. Why can't that somebody be you? You just have to identify differently. You also may need to leave situations or accept situations. Uh, And a lot of times leaving situation includes boundaries. You go, I'm not going to be a part of this or being in this community is serving to keep me as a victim or um, accepting, yeah, I've gotten myself into a poor financial hole, but I can get myself out of it. I have a plan. I have a strategy. I listen to something. I learned things. I can get out of it. You have to, in order to change things, you also have to accept the reality of what they are. And that's okay. Again, it's like once you can actually look at the person on the other side of the mirror, once you can see the situation on the other side of the mirror, you can go, cool. Well, I know what I'm going to do about that. And I'm being very chill about it. Like, cool. I know what I can do about it. Because it is that chill. It doesn't have to be this extreme thing. It's just, all right, this is where I'm at and now I need to make changes and all right, I'll, I'll do the things. I'll, I'll make the changes. Forgiveness is also a, a part of releasing a victim mindset because if we are harboring unforgiveness for someone, we're also replaying this this wrongdoing that happened to us on repeat. It doesn't serve you. It doesn't serve me. Uh, There's a saying that um, unforgiveness is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. All it does is serve to make us a victim. Now, I'm not saying forgive and forget. Pretend that it never happened. Be Go back to somebody that punched you in the face. No, I am not saying that. That's, that is lacking boundaries. Often moving out of a victim place requires boundaries. Uh, and there's really good books on that, but that's not my purpose of what I'm talking about. I did a podcast on boundaries. Maybe, maybe you want to listen to it. Um, I'll link it in the show notes. Forgiveness. You, you need to walk through forgiveness. And by the way, I just want to say this. A lot of times people have this misconception about forgiveness where they're like, okay, well, you know, I forgive them and I'm never going to have any negative feelings about it ever again. Often, at least in my life, forgiveness is a choice that I have to remember, oh yeah, I said that I forgave them. I said that I wasn't going to carry that anymore because just because I say I forgive you, even if it's just in my head, that it doesn't mean that that pain automatically disappears, but I have to come back to the choice that I made. Otherwise, I'm going to continue to stay in this victim place where bad things happened to me. Somebody betrayed me. People wronged me. I also want to encourage you, you may need to get help. You may need a good counselor. You may need a good coach. You may need to have a solid conversation with your mom. If your mom is a good mom, you may need to sit down on the couch with a friend and have a great conversation with your friend. You may need to get help. 
to get out of this mindset. You may even need accountability or if there's a friend that you go to to talk about this stuff that you say, hey, listen, if I bring it up again or if I go to a negative place, I need accountability. I need you to call me out and please do it lovingly, but I need you to to call me out. We also need self-love and self-compassion. Really learning to love yourself would be really solid for you because we beat ourselves up. We are mean to ourselves. We see ourselves as somebody that's not trustworthy and we don't love us. But when you can know you and you can also extend grace to yourself, when you can extend compassion to yourself, this is what's going on in me and I'm growing and I'm learning, then we can also move through that. Um, I had a client recently that I was talking to and he's super awesome and he's grown so much and he'll always sort of qualify it like, yeah, but I still have got some growth to do. And I'm like, who doesn't have growth to do? Everybody has growth to do. And it's okay for you to see how far you've come. That is a part of self-love. And so really recognizing that we have to see ourselves for not, are not good things and love us and also be able to see the things about us that are great and help sort of push ourselves to that greatness. Finally, you, if you listen to this podcast, you have probably heard me talk about gratitude at nauseam. And I will never stop because gratitude is such an important part of my life. Gratitude keeps me out of a victim mindset. Um, I, I really think about my infertility journey. And honestly, I have every freaking reason, <laughs> truly every, and yes, I said freaking, uh, reason to, to be a victim, to, to feel like, um, our medical system has let, um, has taken from me, has let me down, uh, needing to be my own advocate in the process. Don't you go to medical school, doctor? Don't you know all the things? Don't you whatever? I mean, and I've mentioned this in another podcast, so I'm not going to like lecture on it or talk more about it, but like most companies do not provide, um, coverage for infertility. We provide coverage for other things, but we will not provide coverage for fertility. So you just think about that and that's insane. There are medical diagnoses that are connected to that and yet we don't do it. I have every reason to be a victim of the medical system, every reason to feel a victim of doctors who have let me down, every reason. I mean, the amount of money that I have spent is insane. uh, Like I could feel angry about it, honestly. And you know what I, instead, I focus on the gratitude that I have, that that money has continued to come into my life so that I can pay for IVF. So I can do another transfer. I have gratitude that we have a medical system. I have gratitude that it is actually possible to have created embryos, put them in a little, little, uh, they're on ice somewhere, you know, that they were grown. I have gratitude that I have three more good ones for sure, that I'm not 
I'm not out. I have gratitude that a test exists that found out that my uterus didn't have the suction cups for a pregnancy. Like that's nonsense. But we, not only did I find that out and thankfully it's not like sucks to suck. Like, well, I guess you're never going to have a baby that there's actually a solution to that. So I have every, like for everything that I could be a victim about, just on the flip side, I can go, yeah, but I'm grateful. I'm grateful that there's a solution. I'm grateful for the finances. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. And that's the direction that we have to go in order to make the shifts that we want to have in order to get out of this victim place. Gratitude. What in your life is there to be grateful for? And I bet if you were to open your eyes, truly open your eyes, that you would find so many things to have gratitude over. So, friend, if you want to trust yourself, you have to empower you to make decisions and knowing that you're going to make mistakes along the way and that that is okay. It's okay to make mistakes. Failure actually means that you're trying. If you want to feel empowered, you actually have to empower you to choose. You have to empower you to choose. Friend, you must take action. You must take responsibility for having and creating what it is that you, you want and who you want to be. I'm going to say this to you again because I think you really need to hold on to it. You must take action and you must take responsibility for having and creating what it is that you want and who you want to be. You have to take action. You have to take responsibility. If you're like, man, Dr. Brett, I don't even know what to say to myself about this. I'm just going to give you something to say, and I'm going to say it twice just in case, you know, you, our brain, the brain can help you catch on to it. So if you struggle with, with a victim mindset, you need to learn to say this to yourself, some version of this, make it your own. I can take action on the things that I want in life and who I am. I can depend on me. I am able to learn new ideas and skills. I am confident in my growth. I can ask directly for what I want. You want to say to yourself, I can take action on the things that I want in life and who I am. I can depend on me. I am able to learn new ideas and skills. I am confident in my growth. I can ask directly for what I want. And as per our usual, I'm just going to leave you with a few questions, things to think through. First of all, do you have a victim mindset? And if yes, what are your next steps? Of the things that I mentioned, like forgiveness and gratitude and getting at cause, what do you need to do? There were more, but what are your next steps? What do you need to do to get out of this victim mindset if you have it? Second question, what do I need to take personal responsibility for and stop blaming others or a situation for? 
And third, what tool or technique would help me most today? And go back to those things that I mentioned. Re-listen to this if you need to, especially if you deal with a victim mindset. You probably gave me the middle finger at some point in this conversation. So maybe consider re-listening to this if this is something that you struggle with. Again, because the if if you're struggling with hearing what I was saying, well, you also have two this part of the two million bits of information that you're taking in at that moment. And you're seeing through the lens. So maybe listen to it again. But friend, I want you to know that I care about you deeply. This is why I recorded this podcast for you. Because this mindset doesn't serve you. It harms you. And if you can get to cause, if you can get truly at cause, you can empower your life. You can change your life. And stop being a victim. Because you're not. You're alive. You have the power to choose. You have the power to choose. And so I hope that you hear me today and you hear the tenderness and the care in my voice that I care about you and I don't want you to stay here. So friend, until the next time, I will talk to you later. Hey, best friend, newsflash, I want to know you. And in order for me to know you, you have to come find me on Facebook and Instagram. I want to connect with you. I want to know what's happening in your life, how these podcasts are connecting with who you are as a person. I want to hear about some of the pain points and things that you're struggling with. It honestly helps me know what it is that you need to hear from me on these podcasts. And it helps me connect with you even more. You're so important to me. What's going on with you is important to me, even though we may be far away or miles away. We sort of just feel like a big family to me. And by the way, if you would like more of a personal touch, go find me on YouTube. You can actually watch these, watch me with my guests. So it's like you're there in in an even bigger way. So I want to know you. Moral of the story, come find me.